Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. You know, for a lot of years, but especially this year, I have been planting and watering and just appreciating gardening. Literally, just today, I picked fresh basil leaves from the garden grown here from seeds, put them on sliced tomato with some balsamic vinegar and some oregano, and it was beyond lovely. But isn't it true that gardening or being outside, not like when it's mandatory, like go mow the lawn when you don't feel like it or if it's really hot or whatever, but what is it about casually working in a garden that is so psychologically fulfilling for so many people. Let's find out, shall we? Well, first off, it's it's obviously not just me. Here is what the New Yorker's take is on this. I'll read it. It says, eight out of 10 people in Britain live in a home with a private garden. One in 10 at least has access to a balcony, a terrace, a patio, or a communal garden. The national affection for gardening sustains a horticulture industry that is worth about $30 billion a year to the UK economy. In recent years, the benefits of gardening to mental health have become widely acknowledged because of this in Britain. Primary care doctors increasingly give patients a social prescription to do something like volunteer at a local community garden believing that such work can sometimes be as beneficial as talk therapy or antidepressants. Some hospitals have been redesigned to incorporate gardens spurred by findings that patients recovering from catastrophic injuries can heal more quickly if they have access to outdoor spaces with plants. I'm not making this up. This is real. You know, and I can attest to it personally, I don't know what it is, but when I'm out on my leisure time planting seeds, maybe sitting at a table outside planting vegetables or flowers in pots, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm completely relaxed. And then taking care of them, watering them gives me the same feeling. And that's not even the best part when you're seeing them sprout and bloom and blossom and noting their fragrances. Just the the whole thing is very, very satisfying. So even if I didn't pull some of the basil off of that plant today, if I was just to water it and go down and just put my face right in that plant and just take a deep breath, it's amazing. The Mayo Clinic says this, it says, getting outdoors is good for your physical and your mental health. 
people tend to breathe deeper when they're outside. This helps to clear out the lungs, improves digestion, improves immune response, and increases oxygen levels in the blood. Spending time outdoors has been shown to reduce heart rate and muscle tension. Sunlight actually has been known to lower blood pressure and, of course, as we know, increases your vitamin D levels. Note this too. Again, I quote, It also provides the opportunity to slow down, plan, or mentally work out a problem. Now, what I find is that working with plants or working in a garden brings me a little bit of peace and it brings me a lot of clarity. I get away from what I'm already mentally working on. So it actually provides an opportunity for you to think in a peaceful atmosphere if you want to think. In my case, I don't want to think and it gives me a beautiful atmosphere to not think. Then when I'm done, and I have to think, I'm more ready to revisit whatever it is I need to think about again. Pop culture includes gardening in its realm. Just think of, of, of shows. There's Gardener's World, Big Dreams, Small Spaces, Love Your Garden, Gardening by the Yard, Roots and Shoots, Yard Crashers and the Garden Chronicles, just to name a few things that you'll see flipping channels on your television. Southern Living has a website, and it says that those who can't garden love to watch shows about gardening, and those who can garden still love to watch shows about gardening. And I can see that. I think part of it, too, is how when you really think about it, the entire process is amazing. I, I know this is basic, but just really think about it. Wrap your head around this. You put a seed, sometimes a minute seed, in soil. Give it some water. Give it some sunlight. And it becomes something else, something bountiful over time. It's like the perfect metaphor. I always like that Love and Rockets lyric that said, our little lives get complicated and that's a simple thing. As simple as a flower and that's a complicated thing. The, the complex simplicity is just so cool. Listen to this. It's from a, a blog from the California University's Agriculture and Natural Resources website. It says, one approach is to think of a garden as a metaphorical neighborhood. Gardens tend to be at their best when plants are grouped with others that have the same or similar growing conditions and when they're given a little space to be an individual, to be themselves. Would you choose to live in a crowded area with aggressive, hostile neighbors on purpose? Or would you rather be in a place with some space, with like-minded and or respectful neighbors? You know, people and plants are alike in many ways. 
an outdoorsy, sun-loving person won't thrive in a dark and gloomy office. Someone who prefers cool, shady climates will wilt if relocated to a hot place. Those from dry locales can quickly become depressed when spending time in a rainy, soggy environment. Well, such comparisons can totally be extended to the plant world as well. See, all living things have specific and very individual needs in order to grow to be their best, in order to flourish. And, and here's something that I just thought would be a great way to close. Think about it. When we enter this realm and we take it seriously, I, I don't mean, you know, textbook seriously, relax and enjoy it. But, but when, when we take gardening seriously, not only do we have the potential to clear our minds or to think straight, and not only do we have the potential to feel better and be outside and get all the benefits that come from that, but we can foster these living things and actually have a part in developing a new green community. How cool is that? And that, my friends, as far as I'm concerned, is the psychology of gardening. You know, we have once again arrived at the time on our show when we provide a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. This time around, we have for you a refresher podcast, the Psychology of Gardening playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash the psychology of gardening. So here's our 10 songs. You know, I try not to repeat artists that much. Sometimes I can't help it. I try, I really try not to repeat songs. That's getting kind of hard because we're pushing 300 episodes. But as far as artists are concerned, I try not to do back to back. But this time I kind of got stuck because it was too perfect for me not to put it. So I'm putting it on here. Track number one is a live track, a very, very, very old live track from when they were just starting out. The band, of course, is Rush. The song is Garden Road. Then we have Crazy Horse with Harvest Moon. Notice I didn't say Neil Young and Crazy Horse because Neil Young is not on Spotify. So I found another version of Harvest Moon, which is actually quite beautiful. Then we have Sowing the Seeds of Love by Tears for Fears. We have Prince with Play in the Sunshine. We've got Vegetable Man by Pink Floyd. This is the Sid Barrett Pink Floyd. Beautiful amazing song i put it on other lists and i don't apologize for it because if you haven't heard it you need to it's le fleur by minnie ripperton then we have fresh air by quicksilver messenger service astrid gilberto with the gentle rain then we have the outdoor type by the lemonheads and we are wrapping it up with the secret life of plants from the album of the same name by Stevie Wonder. 
that's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash The Psychology of Gardening. This time around, I am extremely happy to introduce you to my friends at Leafy because it really goes hand in hand with this episode. I didn't do it on purpose. It just turned out beautifully to complement one another. Plants actually improve the air around you, as we just learned, and they actually can help to psychologically calm you down, improve your mood. Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Now, not only do they sell these containers, but they have all kinds of plants that they will sell you as well. If you want that, or if you just want the container, you can put your own plant in it. That's fine too. But their goal is not just plant sales. Their goal is for you to take your pet plant to go. You will see on their website, people putting them in their cup holders in their cars, uh, in, the, in the drink holders in their backpacks and so forth. You'll see people taking them on vacation. It, it might seem silly, but can you imagine the obvious icebreaker everywhere you go when you've got your plant with you? And they're little. They're not these huge things that you have to cart around. Check out their awesome website. It is at leafy.com. It is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. One more time, L-E-A-F-V-E.com. And check out their videos and all the different things they have to offer. If, if you like this episode, you really need to go check out their website. I also want to bring some attention to our friends at DesignCraft. Uh, DesignCraft is at the forefront of the millwork industry, and they are constantly innovating to meet custom needs. Check out some of their unbelievable work. There's some stuff that they did in New York City, which is just incredible. They are at designcraft.com. That is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. You know, this show simply would not exist without people like you, the listener, who really are the reason why it's thriving. I enjoy doing this very much. It comes from the heart. But it wouldn't really last if it didn't have an audience, and you are that audience. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened, we, we cover all kinds of subjects on this show, but mostly we tie everything in psychologically to pop culture, which is our goal, kind of as a learning tool. If you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. If you have social media and you feel comfortable letting people know we exist on your social media, that would be really nice. Also, and this is for you high rollers out there, if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can simply make a small monthly contribution. It can be as little as 99 cents a month. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined, that would be amazing. But I understand if you're not, whether you do or whether you don't, please feel free to listen and enjoy this podcast anytime if you're looking for some entertainment, some companionship, or maybe a, a high-quality time waster. Also, I have a website for us, too. It's, it's refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. You can find books that I've written as well as celebrity interviews that I've done. 
uh, t-shirts and merchandise for the show. It's all found there. It's refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, and probably yours too, Mr. John Villafuerte. Well, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember, there's a huge difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you.